0: To the Batmobile. Let's go. Come on, Bob. For old time's huh?
1: Harley Quinn. Nice to meet (laughs) you. Pardon my French. Fuck those fuckers. That's my favorite Marvel character ever, but you should never meet your heroes, because honestly, he's a bit of a dick. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I am... Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Comics in Motion podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks.
0: Hi Chris, and hello to all listeners out there. Welcome to Comics in Motion TV and Movie Reviews for shows that are based on comic books. Myself will be reviewing from the perspective of a long-time comic book reader.
1: And I'll be reviewing from the TV and movie perspective.
0: And what we also like to do is we also like to spoil the hell out of everything we review. And so if you haven't watched our choice of the week, then we'd advise you to proceed with caution. And remember, with an average podcast comes no responsibility. Now, Chris, been a little bit of time since we've uh, uh, done that intro, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Yes, I nearly forgot (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, it's good to be back, though. What are we going to review today?
1: Well, Dave, we are reviewing the brand new, recently released Marvel property, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So, brand new movie. I just want to jump on the back of what you said, Dave. It has been a bit of a while. This is our OG podcast. This is like Comics Emotion is our original baby, which we've just celebrated, Dave, for four years at the helm of, yeah, of yeah. podcast. Comics Emotion started everything. The VHS Strikes Back, the CD reality cast, the 40 chat, 40... Podcast, which we've in at the moment, but that this is the original. So when you come back and do it and we start doing it again, even though it's been a couple of months, it's like, oh yeah, this is, this is what it's all about, Dave, you know? So uh, no, I'm glad that we're back. I'm glad we're putting something out there for everyone as well.
0: Yeah, it's like a comfortable pair of slippers, isn't it? But uh, <laughs> obviously, we've been releasing uh, episodes as the comics and motion family, but you know, m- just mainly not us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've been in detention, Dave. I think we have yeah, stuck we've in on the naughty <laughs> step.
1: <laughs> we've been stuck in a different realm because of this movie, Dave. I think that's what's happened. That's, that's why not we've not been in really-
0: there. In the mirror dimension.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Terrible fucking excuse, but there you go. Yeah. (laughs) So, Dave, I know, like, this is the first time for us both watching it. And the first one we've gone through, I only watched it when we reviewed it. So I was quite interested. I I was in the middle of it, if I remember correctly. I sort of enjoyed it, but I didn't think it was amazing. Whereas this one, I wasn't that excited because, I'll be honest, other than Spider-Man, I've not found any of this next phase of MCU engaging at all. I mean... I've still not watched Eternals and everywhere return, people are saying to me, do not watch it. It's shit. So I've, I've stayed aware. I've just sort of like, even I've not even watched Moon Knight yet or anything. I don't know why. I've just, I've really gone a bit cold on what they've been producing. I know Four's mm. coming out and I cannot wait for four. I'll be at the cinema day one for that. But cause you, Chris Hemsworth just cannot fail. And it's got the, the Guardians of the Galaxy in there. But so far, Dave, this has been a really strange way they've developed characters and movies, where it's not as so strange as a, an OG, we know who he is, but I've just not felt that urge to watch or get engaged mm. like I did in the original phase. Maybe it's because I don't want any of them to die, but I just, I'm just i not that bothered about any of the characters at the moment.
0: I think it's, it's struggling to really get going, isn't it? This kind of phase, this post-Infinity saga. and. The stuff they did with that Infinity Saga, it had never been done before. You know, and we didn't really know it was all building up to that the way it did with Infinity War and Endgame. So I, I think, I think post that, there has been a little bit of a hangover. I've enjoyed, you know, like the Spider Man movies, spoilers for Spider Man, but. You know, having those other characters, having Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield showing up, that was a proper, you know, amazing oh, moment, brilliant. you know. Yeah. But, but that was almost like, uh, it, it wasn't like everything was knitted together. It was just almost a bit of nostalgia, wasn't it? You know, it brought back all of the previous movies and everything, you know. So that, that was brilliant and kind of makes that 2002, uh, Spider Man the first MCU movie now, I guess, (laughs) you know? So, so, you know, I think that was good. I think also I said about what they've done with infinity saga. No one had done that before and knitted those things together in the way that they had. If you look at the X-Men trilogy, the first one, they, they couldn't even keep continuity between three films and to do it with 20 odd films was amazing. Now, They've had the big A-players sort of step off, haven't they? Yeah. And you can say the likes of Chris Evans. You know, he he wasn't an A-lister when he was first cast. He'd been in some some decent things. He'd obviously been Johnny Storm in the Fantastic Four, but he'd done a a bunch of other movies as well. But he became that A-lister playing Captain America. And just now you just don't have the same caliber of characters. But also what they're doing, which is new now is the TV shows the stuff on Disney Plus the animated shows like with What If it's all coming together no one's ever done something quite so ambitious i think and i think it is it is amazing that they can knit it together and we'll get on to you know some of the characters that appear in this in this movie but i think in being so clever it's almost it it almost becomes impenetrable. So for like for me, I'm going to keep up with it. So I'll I'll yeah. watch everything that's out there. Um, <laughs> the you know the series that come up, you know the animated shows, I'll watch it all. But for most people. <laughs> I can see it getting to a point where it's like, oh, if I haven't watched I haven't watched this whole series. You know, maybe if you haven't watched Hawkeye or something, or you haven't watched WandaVision, oh, I haven't watched that. Does that mean I have to watch that before I can just go to the cinema? You know, going to the cinema for some people I I can imagine or you know, it'll turn them off. It'll become like a bit of a chore. Yeah. So I think that it it is it has taken a little bit of time for this second wave, if you like, to get going. But I I think it's it's partially the kind of beast that they've created and it's it's the reason I love it, but it's also the reason why I think at some point it's gonna it's gonna crush under its own weight.
1: Yeah, and you know what Dave, I think as you said that it's a good explanation, I think because in this original phase, the other characters I pretty much knew every character all right, WandaVision and Vision and, you know, characters like that, Thanos, I didn't really know. But, you know, the whole Captain America, Spider-Man, Iron Man, you know, Mm. four. I knew all of them from, like, watching cartoons when I was a kid. Like Obviously, the crappy Hulk stuff as well. Uh, Rufo Rigno. (laughs) But but I, I could engage and relate to them. I think what it is now is I know that I've got to invest in these new characters, like these eternal characters. I will watch them because... I've said that like I'm not engaged. I liked Hawkeye. I'm going to completely contradict myself. You're right. Spider-Man was good. And I'm really interested in Miss Hulk as well, Dave, because... Uh, uh, which is She-Hulk? She-Hulk, sorry, Miss Hulk. She-Hulk. That's how much I'm invested. I'm thinking of Miss Marvel. Aren't I? sorry, Miss Marvel's coming out. Sorry, uh, but what the She-Hulk? You're thinking of Miss World? Well, yeah. Sit <laughs> 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 James again. Day run podcast, but, um, but but no, I, I, I'm invested in the She-Hulk turning at law, whatever she's called, because Mark Ruffalo's back as the Hulk. I know it's the yeah. clever Hulk, but I, I still want. The raging rampaging Hulk again. I want him to do it. And at the moment it, he's not. So I know he's going to be a peripheral figure in that and maybe a couple of episodes and then he disappears or whatever. But I'm interested in what they do with her as a character, because then I would be invested. Cause I remember she Hulk and the cartoons when I was a kid, I wasn't a massive yeah, fan, yeah. but it's a relatable character and because I love the Hulk. I'm going to be watching that. So it, it's weird. And I think, I think that's it. Maybe it's just that investment in the characters because these, they've introduced a lot already. People are just like I don't know who that is. These were on TV years ago. These haven't been yeah. present when you were a kid. That's the the issue I think. And so unless you're a proper because you know me, I'm just a TV super, movie superhero fan more than anything. I, I I have no baggage with that. You know it's a, a cliche and I've said it loads of times, but that might be why. But I will watch Moon Knight and I will I will. I mean I'm off work this week. I might even start watching it. But so far. I'm not sure. But going into this, anyway, I know I've got segwayed off, but going into this, I was looking forward to it because I love Division. I'm just contradicting myself, Dave. I've said every, every show they've done <laughs> I've enjoyed. i did. I'll get look- Winter Soldier. <laughs> oh, that was my favourite. All right, all right. John Walker, what a character, right? Anyway, Chris, shut the fuck up. You're being a an hypocrite and contradicting yourself. What an idiot, Dave. But anyway, it's good to be back. What I would say
0: is I. I think Eternals is okay, you know. I know we didn't review it on here. Um, maybe we should. Or uh, for me, it's it's a decent like Sunday afternoon film. I, I it's a team film, so yeah. you're always going to find it difficult. Think of like Avengers we'd already built up to that. We'd already had the individual movies. Whereas when you're trying to get to know all of these different characters and, you know, it almost seems with some of the actors that appear, it almost seems like a spin off of game of Thrones. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I think it's worth a watch. It's not fantastic, but there's definitely worse movies out there.
1: Right. Well, I'll tell you what, then let's do and put myself under pressure for the podcast next episode. We'll do Eternals Then, Dave. Because I know, right. I know we're late to the party and you've watched it, but I've got Disney Plus. I'm off this week. I'm sure me and Sam will watch it or I'll watch it, but I will watch it this week and then we can get, try and get a bit of a rhythm going again with the reviews. And this is what, is that okay with you? I know we've not thought about uh, this. no,
0: no, that, sound, that sounds good to me. And I think that there's a, there is a, an after credit as well, which okay. nods to something else, which okay. I think you'll be excited for, but it might need some explaining because it happens kind of off camera, but I'll stop being cryptic. But anyway, Doctor Strange. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I I think to, to draw a line under, so you going into it, you weren't particularly excited for this. I I watched this twice now. So I watched it first uh, IMAX first day it's out. And then I took the kids along as well um, to watch it a couple of weeks later. So I think, yeah, I I think I was quite excited about it, and I I knew, I tried to stay away from, you know, the once they release the first trailer, I'll I'll watch that first trailer, but when they release, you know, a bunch of others as well, that adds a little bit more and gives away a little bit more. I try and avoid them and try and stick my head in the sand a little bit, try and go in as as surprised as I can be. So uh, I, I was quite excited for it going in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. So, Dave, shall we get into our trailer? Let's go.
0: Every night, I dream the same dream. Then. The nightmare begins. I did what I had to do, to protect our world.
1: You cannot control
0: everything strange. You opened the doorway between universes, and we don't know who or what will walk through it. Wanda, what do you know about the multiverse?
1: Viz had his theories. He believed it was dangerous.
0: right i'm sorry stephen your desecration of reality will not go unpunished
1: we should tell him the truth
0: Break the rules. Look
1: out! You become a hero. I do it. I become the enemy. <laughs> it doesn't seem fair.
0: America Chavez and a version of Stephen Strange are chased by a demon in the space between universes while searching for the Book of Vishanti. Strange is killed, and Chavez accidentally creates a portal that transports herself and Strange's corpse to Earth 616. Now, Chris, what do you reckon to the opening of this movie?
1: Well, I'll be honest, Dave. You know, I don't like horror movies, and I was like, this is a movie I did not expect <laughs> at all i went to watch this on my own shit houses are us as you know i was jumping fucking i was like oh this is unbelievable so I, i'll be honest dave for someone who doesn't like horror movies i'm gonna do ai am gonna nick a phrase off you devon i'm revealing my hand slightly i absolutely was blown away by this I did yeah. not expect to enjoy it at all because the first one was a bit hit and miss, a bit wishy-washy because of the magic and, and the other stuff. I just didn't buy into his character, but in this one, I loved it. I mean, it, it takes off just after Spider-Man pretty much, the little nods to Spider-Man and the multiverse and everything. But no, I thought the start was great. You know, you've got this different version of Stephen Stray's, longer hair, sort of, you know, this fight with this demon thing and all that, and then she that girl gets to come through, uh, Chavez. Mm-hmm. And then it, you're there, the source of supreme, and every so, so honestly, Dave, uh, it really shocked me. But I've got to say, loads of nods from horror movies because I kept getting Nightmare and Elm Street feels to some of this a bit later mm. in the movie. So, yeah, it starts really strong. And for me, it doesn't let up. I was really, really surprised by this. Even though I've just said about not being in, involved in the MCU, the reason I said it is because I think this was the tipping point movie because I'm back in now because it, I thought this was excellent.
0: So not Hawkeye
1: or. No, no, they were
0: good. So, I mean, despite the fact you know, this is written by a guy called Michael Waldron, but it's directed by Sam Raimi. And for me, this is Sam Raimi back to form. You know, obviously you, you'll probably not have watched the evil dead movies and stuff, uh, but you know, it's, I think we should watch those. We should watch those on the VHS. I think
1: <laughs> just carry on with it, Dave. Right?
0: <laughs> but I was expecting some big things, and to be honest, Chris, I know a lot of people uh, do really enjoy that first Doctor Strange movie. But you know, I, I said at the time, I just I'm never that really bought into the magic stuff. It's just like, oh, something's happening. I've got a spell for that. You know, and so for me, the stakes are never quite that high. I gravitate more towards the either the mechanical things you know, so like Iron Man or the street level, you know things like Daredevil, where you know if he gets beat up, he really is beat up the next day, you know and and you see the the kind of bruises and everything. so I think I wasn't expecting to enjoy this quite as much as I did, and in terms of you know, a movie that gets straight into it. Well, it. It does, doesn't it? You know, with that alternative, Stephen strange, you get this whole action scene, you get this kind of psychedelic, uh, setting, you know, this space between the universes where he's searching for that book of Ashanti. And, you know, he, he obviously, uh, you can see that within Stephen strange, he's got that trait, you know, he will do what needs to be done. You know, he's not, He's not Batman. He's not Captain America who will preserve life and try and do the right thing at all costs. Stephen Strange will kill someone if it, you know, if it means saving a bunch of other people. So him trying to take her power, you know, but then getting killed himself, I thought was, uh, you know, a good little window into his character. But then uh, you get... You get our Stephen Strange, you know, Earth 616, which is what they call it in the comics. And I think that's this movie is the first time I think they've they've acknowledged that in the in the MCU. Um interesting that they say when you have a dream, that's an alternative universe. And for me, that's like almost matrix level. You know, I'm gonna take that in my life forward now, <laughs> you know, things like if you see, uh, if you get deja vu to glitch in the matrix, things like that, you know, it, it, it'll just stick with me That And I thought it was a really clever thing that they did there. And it makes you think about all of the dreams, you know, our MCU characters have had, like when Tony Stark in age of Ultron was, uh, you know, he'd seen all of the Avengers decimated there, you know, and his, his kind of dream that Wanda had put in there was that another universe where this actually did play out and that it did happen that way. So yeah, I just thought it was really strong and then it kind of calms off, you know, it tails off a little bit. You get a few minutes, you know, to take a breather, don't you? When you get the whole wedding scene.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You do to be fair. And and I like that. I like that continuation of, I know it's a Spider-Man, but WandaVision, the whole point is Wanda. Let's go and see her. Let's go. So I think the way they set it up, because of the magic stuff, like I, know I said it in the first one, I was the same thing. Now oh, it's going to be potions and spells and mm. you know, all this other nonsense, but he was good. He was good. in. I think I said, I find I really liked Doctor Strange when it wasn't his movie, when he was in the Avengers and, yeah. you know, obviously Endgame. is, he's, he's a massive pivotal character, infinity warriors, but then obviously Spider-Man as well, you know, and that he was good in that, but this, this made me buy into him as a character, a proper character. He's not a backup character. He's, he's an important part of this universe. And I did like it when Chavez and that, when he, he takes him, they end up in that like alternate New York in the future. And it's almost mm. a bit like back to the future too. You know, the way yeah. he sort of set the world up and and like where the walking around, I saw his mate, Dave, I know I read up on it or well, Bruce Campbell's in everything. And he was in, he said oh, yeah, was yeah. in, he's in, he's in Spider-Man. He's in all, he's his best mate and he's Sam Raimi's mate. So, he's in all sorts of little cameos. Well, I did like that bit when he's punching himself and slapping himself, and he was <laughs> fucking, um, you know, he was just digging himself because he was having a go about not paying for the food. But yeah. I'd, I'd,
0: you know, sorry. I thought that was a bit too sinister that because he said it'll wear off in about three weeks. Well, you know, slamming your face into you know the the sidewalk or whatever for three weeks. I mean that that will do you some permanent damage. And it was all played off as a bit of a joke. Now in Jessica Jones, you've got David Tennant's character, Purple Man, and he does similar things. You know, but he's the villain, yeah. so he gets this guy to throw boiling hot coffee in his own face. Uh, you know, again spoilers, but it's been out for about five years so, or, or however long. So, uh, you know, I just thought that was a bit too much from Doctor Strange. I, I didn't necessarily like that bit. It was a bit too much for me.
1: So it's, well, it's funny because I thought it was okay at the end. There's an end credit scene in which he's just a throwaway yeah. one, but he comes out of the spell, you know what I mean? Yeah, basically, yeah. And looks at the camera, breaks a fall, fall down, doesn't he? But, but now, getting back to the story, I think it, it works well. I mean, Wanda literally just fucking, she, he thinks she's in this field and she and all this stuff. She's having these, like, dreams about her kids, and then around it, everything just turns. It's another one of her spells, like when she was in, what was it called, Dave, where Wondervision where was based, the town something View. Oh, Westview. Uh, Westview, you know, and she mentions that too. Yeah, turn. yeah. But then from that point, she just turns, doesn't she? It's yeah. sort of like, hi, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's doing that dodgy Russian accent again, Elizabeth Olsen. Then she goes American. <laughs> and then it's just Wanda is on an absolute. I'll tell, I tell you what, there's two movies that this reminded me of. Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, the way that she mm. keeps coming and this yeah, stuff yeah. With, with, with the reflections and, she, and you come dreams. through the mirror, the dreams and yep. everything. And also it reminded me of Terminator two, the T-1000, because she <laughs> right. just tunnel vision. I know she's a powerful witch and everything, and probably one of the most powerful ones in the MCU, but that drive to just keep coming all the time and not stopping because she's so got tunnel vision. So I, I think mm. that's why I I related to it because it felt very familiar to be honest, but not in a bad way.
0: The one that I thought was the ring. So oh, in particular, yes. when yeah. they when they're coming through, you know, uh, you you see the eye coming through the reflections and stuff, and then when she does actually come out, she's all kind of her limbs are all broken and you know, to get through back into reality, it really reminded me of the ring where, you know, she comes out of the TV at the end. She's basically the only good bit in that movie. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> Haven't we done the ring. We did it on VHS. Didn't we?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've, I remember watching that originally, but no, you're right. And I, and I think this, I wasn't expecting to be a horror movie, but, it, but it, I think it was only a 12, Dave. And there's some gruesome bits in this that yeah. I was quite shocked. Cause I did see online. I'd not, Luckily, no one spoiled it. But I did. People see people saying that a certain movie was a fifteen, mm. but this was a twelve, and this had more death and and different scenes in it's scare scene, that like proper horror. I can't remember what yeah. bloody movie it was, but it was a movie that shouldn't have been a fifteen in the UK. Anyways, it, an R rated in in America. I, I, I yeah, was,
0: they're similar.
1: Yeah, yeah, similar like age group. But but yeah, so I, I didn't get that. But this is a, this is not. A movie you take the kids to see at the cinema day. This is this is Yeah. It's a great movie, but it's a horror movie more than anything.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and a few people had asked me and I said, Well, you know, for me it's not for the younger kids. You know, I I think it does deserve its at, at least twelve rating. And depending on the maturity of the kids, see, even watching it at twelve might give you a few scares. You know, so some of the imagery, some of the jump scares that are in there. I, I do think it, it is quite scary in places, and you know, like I say, if if you're if you're saying that scene at the end is just like the ring, uh, sorry, the, the end of the ring is like when Wonder comes through the uh, the gong kind of thing. It's like, well, pff, that was that, that was an eighteen or something, wasn't it? Oh no, it probably was a fifteen. That one wasn't it?
1: And I think as well, like so, so when they get to, you know, we'd seen in the trailer, which I did feel was a bit naughty again because they alluded to. Charles Xavier's in this movie. Didn't know in what form, what version, what mm. universe. He it's, it's another way again of bringing all the dead characters back. Cause like you've said to me, from the day we started this podcast, no superheroes dead. They might be <laughs> for a phase because I still expect yeah. at some point, Robert Downey Jr. is going to pop up as Tony Stark. I know they said he was possibly in, um, Oh, what's it called Black Widow? There was supposed to be scenes in that, which I don't know whether they caught or they didn't shoot him because it was uh, right. it was set before. Yeah, Endgame, yeah. But because he's dead, and then you had Spider-Man coming out and everything, they didn't feel it was right to sort of bring him back so soon, so it never happened. So, so I think this just—I mean, look at look even DC. Look at Superman in the Justice League, Dave. You know the way he, he comes back and everything. You're know, spoilers, mm. but you know it's. Um, it, it is, they, they are all redeemable in some way, shape or form because they'd even said in this one that Tom Cruise was going to be Iron Man, didn't they? That'd I been the rumor. That. I'm so I saw glad that. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm so no, glad that. Not know, true. I, no, I'm, glad, I'm <laughs> glad about that. I mean, look, I'm about to go and watch Top Gun this week. I wasn't a big fan of the first one. I only watched it last year. When we did it in the VHS, but every single person I know who's been to see it has said, it's absolutely outstanding. It's one of the films mm. of the year. So, I'm looking forward to it, but again, I don't know whether Tom Cruise would pull off Tony Stark, and that sounds so wrong, Dave, but it, <laughs> <laughs> If he does, I don't want to see that movie. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's movies out there, but but no, I don't know whether I'd want him to be Tony Stark. For me, it's so always yeah. going to be Robert Downey Jr. I'm going to have a hard time whoever's the next Wolverine. I know they're saying that Taron Egerton's got in absolutely mm. phenomenal shape, and there's a potential that he could be in one of the upcoming movies, but he is the right height for Wolverine. I know that from like the stuff you said, like he's only small Wolverine. He's not huge Jackman, six, two, six, three, but I don't know whether I, it's going to take me a while to adjust to that, Dave. It really is. So let's see, Let, let's see where all this goes. But I think the whole multiverse thing is, opens up everything, every no, no character is off the table. Now we can just come back. So it's a, It's a lie. But when, Charles Xavier was there, and, and obviously Henry Richards, Maria Rambo, everything. They were all there together. I was liking that. Mm. Peggy Carter, Dave, with the old, um, said the shield as Captain well. Captain Britain, yeah. yeah. Or Captain, Captain Carter, rather. Captain Carter, and you said Captain Britain, though, didn't you? You've said that to me a few times. So all them callbacks were brilliant. I was like, oh, here we go. They're up, the X Men are in the MCU. Not for that long, Dave, really, would it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I think
1: once you open up the
0: idea to the multiverse, I think all bets are off. So, yes, you know, again, we'll probably have to get back to, you know, the the Earth 616. So just worrying about what's happening in our own universe kind of thing. Uh, it's just the thing that comes to mind is Deadpool saying, oh, these timelines are so confusing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so for me, like, I, I love the X-Men comics, but, you know, in the 90s, all the different versions of people and different dimensions, it it just got so confusing. It does your head in after a while. But uh, honestly, that bit where they're in the future, great callback, by the way, you know, it it does have that feel of back to the future where he's discovering all these uh, new things. You know, you get the 3D shark and stuff. And um, when he gets introduced to the Illuminati, Honestly, I was I was like a little kid. I was so excited yeah. as each person got unveiled, and like you say, in particular, I wanted to see Haley Atwell as Captain Carter after seeing it in the animated show. You know, and I just thought that was brilliant. And the Illuminati, you know, is a thing in the comics, but just got different characters in there. You got like Black Panther, Charles Xavier is in there, but you got like Tony Stark and stuff. So to have these other characters that were consistent with the MCU i thought was was brilliant and and also you had uh what's his name John Krasinski yeah. as Reed Richards you know i thought that was brilliant as well but when you get charles coming in and i agree with you i'm a bit annoyed that you heard his voice in the trailer you know patrick stewart So I was kind of hard. I was expecting him to turn up. But if he rocks in, in his X-Men animated series wheelchair there, and you've got the little nod, the music um, was the old uh, X-Men animated series music, wasn't it? You you got a little nod to it. So this is, this is the animated series version of Patrick, of Professor X. I was just like, oh, fucking hell, get in. I was so excited. I just loved that scene when, when, you got to see them all there.
1: Yeah, I didn't. But then, again, it fucking just decimated him. You yeah. <laughs> know, no, no, fucking Professor X is going to get in a mind and he's going to do something to the universe. Nope, he's yeah. not. Yeah, Reed Richards, see you, mate. Fucking whatever you are, plastic man, whatever you are, you are gone, my <laughs> friend. See you later. Everyone just got fucking taken out, didn't they? Absolutely. I know it made Wanda stronger, but again, you're like, Oh, you bastards! That opened up so many avenues <laughs> of, of things I would have been interested in because I do I I didn't mind the original Fantastic Four movie, David. Even the Silver Surfer one. Mm, I remember yeah, that yeah. from like 2007, watching that on the plane on the way home from Tenerife, and, and actually quite enjoying it. But it, their characters from my childhood, I loved like the thing and everything. You know what I mean? Ben, is it Ben Richards? Is the is the thing what we called? Ben Grimm. Ben Grimm. Sorry, Ben Richards. Yeah. You know, Ben Rich is a running man, Dave. What am I going on about? Aren't it? <laughs> uh, ben Grimm. But, you know, I remember watching, I loved the cartoon because I always wanted him to go up against the Hulk, you know, because he
0: was that
1: frame, like the Hulk. He was like the, the the marauding powerhouse of the team. So I did like the Fantastic Four. But obviously, even the Michael B. Jordan version is fucking goddamn awful. I've never even watched it because I know it's so bad. That's probably one we should do. but. It, it, it opened it up and then it's like, it's taken away and you're like, you bastard. So I did, <laughs> even though I was annoyed, I did like that as well. Cause it was sort of like, that's what you could have had, but we're not doing that. There you go. So yeah. yeah. And, and I think the movie for me, it just kept getting stronger and stronger, the movie, but I, I, I completely agree with what you said and what I said. Why show it in the trailer? Do not show him yeah. in the trailer. We don't need to see maybe a silhouette half, not his face, but if there's a bit, who's this person, but, don't show Cause I would have been absolutely fanboying out in, in the cinema when I watched it.
0: I tell you another movie, Chris, that, uh, there was a little nod to there. The matrix, you get agent Smith, Smith yeah. and he's like, how can you talk if you've got no mouth or something? I can't remember exactly what the words are. And he, he's got no mouth has he, yes. And you got that with black bolt. Yes. You know? Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it just absolutely brutal way. So he tries to speak, you know, and he is th- this destructive set of pipes that he's got, you know, just backfires on himself and blows out half his brain. <laughs> I mean, at that point, I, I, I want to know your reaction, actually, when that happened. And then when she just basically disintegrates Reed Richards, I mean, what what are you thinking? Are, are you, I'm taking it. Taking it. you were a bit surprised.
1: A bit. I was like, I thought <laughs> this was the team up, the Illuminati, the team up of the most powerful or influential, you know, uh, superheroes, mutants, whatever you want to call them, in the, in the universe. And they just got fucking flicked to the side. I mean, Doctor <laughs> Strange's fucking generic um, wizards were better than them. They would they give up a yeah. fight against Wanda? Absolutely. I, I know it makes Wanda just so strong because it, obviously at this point. Stephen Strange is retreating in it. You know, he, he's trying to speak mm-hmm. to Chavez and that trying to say, cause she's the portal into the different dimensions. She's just trying to get back to her, her sons, even though it's saying to her, you haven't got any sons. And then she shows different universes of these sons, doesn't she? And that, you know, like mm-hmm. so it's great the way they've done that. Basically, Dave Wanda could have took Thanos out in one fucking hit, but we didn't see it in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause she's just fucking ridiculous. Is she as powerful, or is she more powerful, Dave, than Jean Grey? You know, like obviously,
0: I know we. Oh, that that would be. I mean, Jean Grey is an omega-level mutant, which basically means she's she is one of the strongest out there. So when she's fully doused up with the uh, or roided up with the Phoenix (laughs) Force, you know, probably it would be close. I mean, the thing is with uh, Wanda, you got to play out the whole WandaVision. Yeah. And then right at the end, it's like, right, she's dealt with her grief. Okay. You know, that's fine. She's, she's on the righteous path again. And you get that little end credit because she'd taken out Agatha Harkness, and she, yeah. um, and then uh, you see at the end, she got the dark hold from Agatha and she was studying that. And, and you could hear the boys, you could hear her kids actually in the off in the distance. So she was trying to master that dark hold. So, the whole series, you, you kind of rooting for her. And then right at the end, you're like, hold on, she's going to go full heel here. But I'd kind of, cause that had happened ages ago. That was last year, wasn't it? I was like, I I, I tried to put all of that to the back of my mind. And then even when strange is talking to her at first, I'm thinking, well, well, you know, she might not be the baddie. And then uh, when the fucking forest sort of disappears or, or a vineyard or whatever that she's growing apples on, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, shit. But, you know, they talk about the Scarlet Witch, you know, being uh, being a master of chaos kind of thing. And and so I, I think she could go toe-to-toe probably with Jean Grey, you know, when she's this powerful.
1: Yeah. Not the, well, you know better than me. It was just interesting because it was – I know it was a rubbish film, but it was very similar to The Dark Phoenix, the way she just yeah. took everyone out. Nobody was a match for within that movie. I know that was a cash grab in the end, but –
0: yeah, I mean in in the comics she basically decimated the mutants. She she uttered these words, no more mutants. And then basically it stripped all of the mutants of their powers barring the really good selling ones, Chris. <laughs> so like <laughs> Wolverine was okay, Cyclops was okay, you know, Scott Summers. So uh, but basically uh, she got rid of almost all the mutants on the planet by rewriting that reality. And so yeah, um, you could say it depends on the writer, as Stanley would say. But uh, she definitely she could just rewrite Jean Grey as having no powers. You know,
1: oh, well, so. that's interesting. Is, I like. I like it. We need so much stuff like this because I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't. I don't know the history on it. So no, it's good. It's good. And and this Chavez character, Dave, is she one of the most powerful characters? She comics. is
0: pretty powerful. Yeah. I mean, she's a newer character. She came out, I think it was early part of the last decade, which in my mind is new, <laughs> so probably 11. I think it was 2011 uh, was when she came out and she's kind of, she can, you know, sort of create these uh, windows, these portals into different realities and stuff. So yeah, she is, uh, she is quite powerful.
1: No, good stuff, good stuff. Um, Thank you that. I think as well, Dave, as we get towards the end, like, obviously, it is a cat and mouse. They're basically just on the defensive, aren't they? But it does become that hero's journey of, like, Strange gives Chavez the belief that she can take her on. She can beat her, you know, and she can transport. And when she finally gets up and punches her I must admit, I was like, go on! Even Yeah, it, worked,
0: it was a good moment, that, wasn't it? it? Was.
1: I've always liked Wanda as a character, but because she's the baddie for this movie, I was like, oh, but I did love that, and then, obviously, she, she ends up, the reason we, we get it all back is she transports her to her sons, who actually see her for what she is, don't they, with the real mum? They're both together, and, and they're scared of her, and, and that mm. sort of, she ends up sort of doing a face turn, then, doesn't she, and becoming good I suppose, and correcting some of the errors that she's done. The fact that she's killed about fucking 2,000 people, Dave, doesn't matter. We can wish-wash that over. It's not um, Ben Solo, Kylo Ren levels of, of thingy, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure we're going to see her again down the line, 100%. But I think she's probably going to be good again, Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, I, I just loved the whole movie. I thought it was a great movie.
0: Yeah, I think this iteration of, of Wanda, she wasn't redeemable. Now I do have to say when, when she's chasing him in the tunnels and then it goes all quiet, that was a proper jump scare moment, wasn't it? When she appears, I fucking jumped out of my chair both times there. In fact, the second time when I, when I was expecting it, I was just watching the kids (laughs) and sure enough, they jumped out of their chairs as well. But um, yeah, it was good. She, she got a moment America there, but The smartest move that she could have made was to like show the kids, you know, this is who you're, this is who wants to be your mum kind of thing and and show them that the boys were scared of her.
1: Yeah. I thought that was great
0: because I I was wondering like, all right, you've got a decent punch on you, but how are you actually going to defeat her? Yeah. So I, I thought that was really clever. I thought it was good.
1: Yeah, I think it was, because all the way through the movie, whoever was in front of her, Wanda just took her part, didn't she, one way or the other?
0: Yeah. Even if, like, Strange
1: got the upper hand, Wong, they they weren't a match for her at all. They could keep her at bay to a point, but then it was like, no, she's just too powerful. But I think as well, as she ends up transporting and and she does reverse stuff and and Strange says it, we get to, like, um, the end credit, the mid credit. Mm. I didn't realise this, but we get a sorcerer comes As a word with Strange, you need to come and do it. And it's Charlie Ferron, Dave. So she's in the Fast and Furious franchise. She's in a few. She then takes him off. So I presume that's his next adventure. So that's going to be interesting. And what her character is, because apparently I I read up afterwards, like a social media just went crazy because nobody knew she was in the movie. So I didn't know. I mean, maybe someone, but I didn't see anything. And then she released a load of stills and pictures of the makeup she used for this little cameo. So that was good. And that's another new character that we're going to get mm. introduced to.
0: Yeah. So a character's clear. So she, and she's, you know, one of the goes back to 64 when she first appeared and, and she does go on to be, you know, become his wife. She goes on to become uh clear strange. So let's see where that one goes, but I had no idea she was going to turn up. And again, it just shows where, these Marvel movies are now, doesn't it? It's, it's weird that this is happening over our kind of lifetime because, you know, think of the crap that we've watched over the years, certainly yeah. pre-2000, where you've got all these List or Z listers <laughs> you know, oh, I keep forgetting his name what uh, red Brown red Brown you know, man, like him as, <laughs> as in America and stuff, and you get someone like Charlie Theron just taking on this little cameo at the end, so presumably she 'll show up in the third movie um but yeah massive surprise tell you what Chris first thing I saw her in was Devil's Advocate that's a VHS one we've got to do
1: I've seen that before Dave that's a great film I love it
0: yeah yeah yeah, it's a good one
1: I've not seen that for years so Dave we are at the end now mate shall we get into our review score let's go To Dave, I think we need to do the scores again for people listening <laughs> yeah. because I think we're going to be rusty. there. always cross it over with the VHS. So we have a five point scoring system, guys, named after different parts of universities. Dave come up with the, the names, brilliant uh, names, even though I do call them wrong sometimes. So if it's the greatest movie you've ever seen, we send it to Asgard. If it's a great movie, but it's just not top tier, it's Atlantis. If it's in the middle, it's Hall of Justice. not Halls of Justice, Dave. It's Hall of Justice. (laughs) Very Uh, good. Yes. If it's getting to be a little bit of a turkey, we send it to, don't tell me, Dave. Don't tell me. Hell's Kitchen. And then if it's the worst thing you've ever seen, we send it off to the Phantom Zone with General Zod. So, Good stuff. That's right. and think generals are there. Yeah, correct. That is correct, yes. Oh, my God. It's not like we have been doing this for four years and bigging us up at the start. So, for me, completely didn't know what to expect. I just thought we were getting a load of fucking Mickey Mouse fucking potions and stuff like that in this movie. I wasn't expecting... <laughs>
0: Fantasia. A,
1: a, yeah, Fantasia. A Terminator, <laughs> Stroke, Nightmare on Elm Street movie. It's not really for kids, guys. I'll be honest with you. There's some proper jump moments, and it's really... I love the fact that they've done this in the MCU. I think it's something mm. completely different. Not normally my sort of movie, but I absolutely loved it. It's not top tier as in end game, infinity war, stuff like that, but it's brilliant. I absolutely loved it, And I'll watch it again. So I'm going to send it to Atlantis, Dave, and I'm really pleased we've done this one because it just, it's opened my eyes and brought me back in. So I've now got to catch up on like the eternals and that, which we'll talk about in a minute. So Dave, what are you going to score it? Awesome.
0: I I agree. I think this knocked it out of the park. I I thought it was really good, and and from not go not really enjoying that first one, you know, I th- I thought it was decent, but you know, nothing more than that to really being invested in in Stephen Strange in this universe. Now, I, I think it's it's tipped me over as well. Um, One of the things we didn't discuss actually was, you know, Stephen Strange taking over, you know, an alternate corpse of himself, you know, and having the massive uh, cloak, you know, made up of all these, these demons and stuff. Just, I I think these things are just iconic in terms of imagery. So, yeah, a really, really strong movie for me and uh, really enjoyed it. Like I say, watched it a couple of times quite happily uh, go and watch it again. I think it's an Atlantis for me, though. I think I don't think it's quite at the levels that some of the other movies were at. But uh, you know, of this latest batch of so post Endgame movies, yeah, probably it's up there with. Uh, not quite up there with Spider Man, um, but you know, really, really strong. Good stuff. Good stuff.
1: So, guys, if you do want to contact us. Get over to social media at Comics in motion P. If you want to email us to comics in motion podcast at gmail.com. And also get onto your podcast catching app. Drop us a review on our show or any other shows we've got there. We've got loads of shows on the Comics Emotion feed by some of our amazing friends and family. There's loads of different things that, you know, if you're into comic books and that whole world and everything, there's loads for you, honestly. It's amazing what the people are producing. They're such, such good people. Uh, so, Dave, I alluded to Eternals. I'm sticking my flag in the sand. So are we going to put the trailer on, my friend, before we go? And then we know we've got to come back and record pretty soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this really does put a stake in the ground, doesn't it? So, uh, uh, yes, let me, let me find it first. Five years ago, Thanos erased half of the population of the universe. But the people of this planet brought everyone back with a snap of a finger. The sudden return of the population provided the necessary energy for the emergence to begin.
1: How long do we have?
0: Seven days. We're Eternals. We came here 7,000 years ago to protect humans from the deviants. Why didn't you guys help fight Thanos? Or any war, or all the other terrible things throughout history? We were instructed not to interfere in any human conflicts unless deviants are involved. By who? Find the others. I haven't seen some of them for centuries. Hi. Hello. This is what the end of the world looks like. At least we have front row seats. You know what's never saved the planet? Your sarcasm.
1: We have loved these people since the day we
0: arrived. When you love something, Built the perfect safe house. Well, what's this even made of? Vibranium? Ah! For collection. IKEA. Now, what do you think of the trailer, Chris?
1: Not bad, actually, Dave. I remember seeing this, obviously, when it first came out. With it now it's on Disney. There's no excuse. So I've got to watch it. It looks pretty good. So let's see. Let's see. And then we'll get this one reviewed for everyone again. Yeah, I I think you might enjoy it because
0: for me, putting it out there straight away, it felt a bit more like something that could exist in the DC universe or the movie universe. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think you might like it. Like I say, go in with low expectations, and and then you might enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Chris, it has been great to get back in the saddle uh, with the comics and and do a a comic-based movie. So um, thank you very much, sir, and we'll be back again soon in a couple of weeks, hopefully.
1: And also, Dave, and for everyone listening, I will say bye. I was going to lead us out with something, Dave, but it's not. All to, right, go on. No, no, it's not to do the movie. It's just simply to say, Ala Madrid. Goodbye.
0: Fuck you. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm Eric Lentra. David David. Go fuck yourself.
1: What in the Tell me something, my friend. Ever dance with the devil in the pain of the What? I always ask that of all my I just
0: like this. Let's not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne.
1: Would you care to step outside?
0: Come to me, son of Jor-El!
1: Kneel before Zod! Why so serious? Let's put a smile on that face. I am Iron. I'm Batman. And Oh! Hey!